Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast, the podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, J.D. Carling. There's an old saying that goes, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be by the poet duo Salt and Peppa. And today we're going to talk about intimacy and your custom home. We're going to talk about the good things and the bad things that may be. This is one of the less talked about subjects because it is so private and so important to couples. And I think rightfully so, that it's something that is meant to be cherished or shared only between two people, between the lovers or between the people who are making the child. But it's also the whole way that you live together, the whole way that you experience life together is a part of that, not just the act. So you're always in connection with each other through the phone, through the way you interact with each other, through the way you text each other. And a piece of that is dwelling in your home in all the spaces. On Netflix, there's a show called How to Build a Sex Room. And that is very focused on like the act of sexuality or intercourse for a brief moment of that interaction. And today, I'm not going to talk so much about that. And that is maybe like one piece of something. When we talk about architecture, I want us to think about the whole thing, everything holistically, and how your entire custom home is going to be related to your experience of intimacy with your spouse or in the person you live with, is a result of a commitment that is something you don't want to take lightly. There's, of course, many different avenues that can go with this. So please take out of this whatever is applicable to you because there's certainly pieces of it that are applicable to limitless number of ideas or scenarios or opinions. But today we're going to be talking about what it's like because you're building a custom home. We're going to be talking about specifically today when you have that commitment with that person, that's a lasting thing that you want to water, that you want to nourish, that you want to see grow. And there's also multiple stages of life. Now, of course, there's people, different stages of life, they upsize, downsize, whatever. But when we're talking about custom home, we're talking about something you've dreamt about a long time. It might be your dream home or it might be your dream getaway. So all these different scenarios may play in different factors, but we're going to speak holistically about that. So in general, in the custom home, let's say you're there and you have a child. So you're going to have a child. You have grown children. We'll touch on those things today. You live with somebody else like in-laws or maybe you have a space that people come and stay with you that are relatives that they can stay for a longer time. How does that factor into it? What things do you want to think about in the structure of your home when it comes to intimacy. And this all goes back to 
the architectural DNA. So architectural DNA is a recap is your desires. What do you desire your experience of intimacy to be in your home? Your house is in nature. How can that impact, influence, and enhance your relationship with your spouse? And you might be like, what are you talking about? I definitely want to be private. Well, intimacy isn't always that exact moment when you're unclothed or there's things going on that you don't want people to see in extreme ends of the spectrum. It might just be you want to be able to come home and kiss your spouse, hug them after you haven't seen them for the day. It might be you want to be able to be outside in your pool, have privacy. So there's different pieces of that. There are different layers of your intimacy with the person that you've committed that time to that you want to think about. And then there's effects. So effects, as we know, is code and budget. So a lot of the things that we'll talk about today may be related more to budget, more so than zoning or building codes. I guess surely there are places where I think you could be unclothed outside. So that could be in it, but that's kind of a moot point because it's pretty simple. It's like if you're moving somewhere like that, I don't know that that's you just treat it like a regular yard, I guess, if you could uh, be outside like that. So but there are things that you could do to secure the level of intimacy in your home so that you can focus more on the other person and not the people around you or maybe even in the vicinity of the home. And that's what we want. I remember. When we first built our home, we had no curtains at all. We were waiting. We wanted like the perfect curtains and it was just an open glass box. And if you've seen our house, it's a lot of windows. So those type of things, we were able to take our time and design things the way that we want them. And that's what I want for your home. That's what you're wanting for your home as well. It's going to be custom home built around you. So spend time talking about if you're not a single person that is building a a custom home, talk about this with your significant other about, honey, what do you imagine your experience being like? Don't let this opportunity go by. You're doing a custom home, and this is an exciting opportunity to make a environment that is conducive to growing your relationship, to increasing your commitment level with that person for years and years to come. There may be, for instance, if you're single, you may be like, oh, we're not have kids or or whatever. So there's nobody else that's going to be around. That's not important. Or it might be like, we've got kids. They're little. We want to make sure there's no noise. What if there's, they're at home, we put them down for a nap and there's a time that you want to be able to spend together or they've gone to bed. Conversely, when you get to the stage of life where you have kids that are driving or maybe they've moved out. If they want to come by for a visit, maybe unannounced or something like that. How do you design your house to maintain that feeling of freedom, but possibly have somebody stop by? And I know lots of people like to have glass front doors because it seems inviting, but there are architectural ways that you can treat the glass or the entry sequence into the home so that you can still have that inviting feeling into your home but maintain privacy. And there's doors that have hidden mini blinds in them that you can go up and down. Is that the architectural message that you want to communicate 
is like a mini blind sandwich between glass with a slider on it. Some cases that may be appropriate, but we want to think about moves and sequences through the home that are going to achieve the goal that you're going for. Now, the money part, I guess the effects that we're talking about are one of the main things you can do is insulate everything. A lot of builders, like when you're getting your spec for your custom home, nine times out of 10 in the Southeast US, I would say, and most of the rest of the US, you're probably going to get a three quarter inch piece of plywood for your second floor, let's say, or even if you're on a crawl space up north and you have a basement, maybe one inch of leveling topping. And then most people want hard floors nowadays. So it becomes even more important to do things like insulation underneath the entire floor. I would argue that you would spray insulation as the way to go. In some places, we've put two layers of plywood, which has a structural implication on the home due to the weight. And then for your ceiling, using things like resilient channels. Now that may say sounds super techy, but those are the things that, you know, I just had a, a buddy, he texted me the other day and he's having somebody build him a home and he goes, hey, on your homes, do you do this? Blah, blah, blah. There's so many pieces to a home. There's 33 construction divisions, multiple subdivisions that are usually applied to a home. And to expect you to know all those is a, is a big task. So by listening to this, you're doing a good job to make sure you know what to ask your builder. You know what to talk about when you're looking at the spec for your home. Are you getting that sound transmission class that you want so that you can have that calm, secluded, or a solitary feel that you most likely want if there's other people in your home? Certain windows have a sound insulation rating, and some of them don't. Most of them don't have one that's specifically like warrantable or something. But the quality of windows and the air gap that is stated to be around them versus the actual thing in reality is, especially with like operable windows, can be drastic. And you kind of do, in my opinion, you do kind of get what you pay for. A lot of the cheaper vinyl windows, the gaskets and stuff on them may pass the testing, but they're not solid as far as sound. And so I don't know, maybe they pass the test and they don't actually work as well. On some projects, we do use them if that's what the spec calls for and the budget. But for some people, when that sound is more important, it's just like being by a train. You want to make sure that your exterior walls, windows, openings, vents are insulated in a manner that is conducive to the environment that you want. And then when it comes to nature, we've talked about desire a little bit. Like we want to have kids. We want to live with family. Uh, we want to be have privacy from them. You may want to be able to use your entire home for times of intimacy. Even if I know it's like you may want to cook a dinner together and be private, but you have kids that are out or something or somebody may stop by. So most homes are super open now. Last week we talked about on the art episode, the interior of homes tends to be so open now that there's not a lot of layering. And so if you're having a, a dinner that you've planned with your spouse at home, but you want to maintain that privacy, think about that. How can you sequence or lay out your dining experience so that you may be able to maintain privacy if somebody comes to your home? Now, when it comes to nature, I heard this was back in 2009 and I forgot. I remember the year because I remember the person I was talking to. 
and they were showing me a study that like on cruise ships, the number one like request they've noticed is people want the balcony views because the balcony views pretty much take up the whole side of the the cabin and they're open. So you have a sense of being outside, but nobody can actually see and no one is scared about being seen from across. But you have this feeling of being in nature with the, the person that you love. And that's one of the biggest requests that people get on a cruise. So I, I thought that was interesting is this desire to be in nature, but private, but you also like are around a ton of people. And so in your home, there's the same thing. You may be at home, you've got your neighbors nearby, but you want to be able to have windows, doors open. You may want to have a, a sunrise view. You may want to have your shower inside and outside, or you may want your shower to have a view or some scenario like that. Tracking the sun, the time of day and things like that, and privacy screens in the architectural design is important. So that's an extreme case. Like I always say, interior design, architecture, landscape architecture, civil engineering, all of it is one thing, is one statement. And so hiring all those things piecemeal separate is not always conducive to providing the most cohesive environment. That's why we try to provide our clients a a one-stop solution to doing all those things. So if you do your landscape architecture correctly with your architecture, they'll blend in a manner so that you can maintain intimacy and privacy even in the landscape portions of your home. And that's really important. We've talked a little bit about money, the other people in your home, and we've talked about nature a little bit. But there's one other thing that's very important, and that is in your own private space. It's kind of like the Holy of Holies, right? This is the place that only the priest could go or whatever. But like in your home, there's something, you can call it different things, but people will say like the marriage bed, right? You have the most often most intimate space is that space where you sleep most of the night and then you have your, your bathroom. And so that's at that point between the people, the two people in the room. Do you, and this is one that we talk about more often, people are more comfortable talking about going to the bathroom than they are sex, which is interesting. I would think it could be equal. I'm fine with both. If you don't like the idea of seeing your spouse using the restroom, some people are okay just kind of unspoken, trading off, doing things like that. Or even if it's like getting dressed, right? The way you're getting ready for your day or whatever you're doing. Are you okay seeing that? Are you okay someone else seeing you do that? And so how do you architecturally do that? It doesn't always mean you need to be totally separate, but your architect and your designer does need to know and will talk with you about how to navigate those situations and what you want the focus of those to be. A big one is nowadays, you know, having the shower almost a part of the bedroom. That's a request that comes about a lot. But then you don't really want like sinks and toilet and linen closet in the bedroom. But you still want to be able to get to those quickly. So it's layering the room in a way that it has this intimate atmosphere but it excludes the things that that you don't want to include. And when you're thinking about intimacy with your spouse, think about the whole home. This is kind of a recap for today. 
Think about the entire home. What are the things that you want to be able to do in the home? I'm thinking of episode of Friends, and I remember somebody stayed with them, and when the person left, I don't really remember the episode was just coming to my mind. They wanted to like make love in their, the living room again because the person had been there so long. They they wanted to feel free in their home. I think the person like wouldn't move out or something like that. If that is important to you, make sure you guys talk about that and what it means. You're in a custom home. There's an opportunity to make it exactly the way you're wanting to in your your dream or your desire and making that interact with nature. Do you want natural light to be above you? Do you want to feel like you're in the sun? Do you need a sun garden in your house somewhere? Is a view important to you? Do you have a property where the view across from you isn't something where somebody else will be? Do you care about that? Then when it comes to effects, making sure you're building your structure of your home in the places that are important to you to be conducive to that. So a lot of times we don't get the direct comment like a sexual comment, but when you close your door, there's stops that will drop down and seal the bottom edge of the door as long as you have a return vent so that the air can circulate through your home properly. So it further seals up the sound in your room. Like we've done things like that. So those are not things that are like related to like fetish or specific decoration type things that might change in a year or six months out. That was one of the things that like when I saw the Netflix show, How to Make a Sex Room, I was like, they put so much work into this stuff. And most of the architecture that I propose is more about feeling or moving environment and not decorating to begin with. So I always feel like people's moods change, especially when it comes to intimacy quite often. And trying to think about it in a more general functional sense, I think provides that atmosphere. It's like insulated walls, the structure of, of the building thinking about air, the way that the restroom, shower, getting ready sequence works, even where the closets are in the room so that you can have that environment. And all this stuff we're talking about is related to your enjoyment and your relationship, but it's also talking about the human race, like people, actual people being brought into this world, people being raised in your home and being brought up by a couple. There's a lot of single people out there and stuff like that. So like I said, this conversation could go in so many ways, but I'm talking about the way it happens is the two people making the child in a room most of the time in the home and then being able to continue a strong relationship together and raise that other person. So ultimately they can do the next thing. And it's one of the most beautiful parts of, of life is being intentionally committed to each other and loving another person, being their lover, being their your committed spouse and continuing through that through all stages of life. And I hope that as you do your custom home, you will talk openly about that with each other. If you're a single person, think about when there is somebody in your life, if they're going to live there with you, if they're going to move in with you, then what would you want to be able to project? It's not all just about you. It's definitely about somebody else as well and there's so much to talk about this so today's just like a primer to get the conversation going on something that some people may not think that they need to talk about or feel comfortable talking about i look forward to you having the home of your dreams i look forward to you having 
what's in your your mind, the story that you tell yourself, the narrative that you're creating on this earth and ultimately passing to other people through the way you live your life or the the children that you have. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember, think about your dreams in relationship to intimacy, how nature can affect your intimacy, and also how zoning codes and building codes in your budget will affect intimacy. And it will increase the level of connection that you have and the way you operate in a beautiful way in your custom home. Thank you so much for listening today. And I think it's going to say it on the outro, but I like to say it anyway. Go to ca-rd.com and book a consultation. (laughs) And uh, we're going to help you go from dreaming of a custom home to living in the home of your dreams and have a thriving life, to have children, to be in love, to give yourself in love to somebody else. I'll see you next time. Next week, I believe we are talking about maximalism. That is what is on the docket. That's a big buzzword right now. And if you didn't listen last week, it was Art House. And the week before that was House of God. So these are some fun topics that are very pertinent to the custom home experience. And we're so happy for you to be on this journey. Hopefully you've listened to all the previous episodes and you're on your way to a custom home. I'm JD Carling. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want discussed or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website, ca-rd.com. And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast.